If you're listening, you've officially checked in. We've created a podcast to give you an exclusive peek into our discussion of subjects that sit heavy on our soul. Sharing our raw experiences, faults, and growth, being our authentic selves in our purest form, in hopes that we encourage you to push through your own journey. So here we are, giving you all of us. No No secrets, no lies, just bills. I'm Sarah. And I'm Swaya. Welcome Welcome to Soul Spills. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Soul Spills. Today we're going to be talking about relationships. We're going to get into talking about finding the one. For me, I'll say it. Finding one's the hardest. Have you found the one? (laughs) I believe I have. What makes you believe that? Because when you're finding the one, you're going through trial and error with different relationships. Um, and that helped me to find the one going through a different relationship I you know you see other people's faults and I think when you find the one I, everyone's not perfect let's just start with mm-hmm. that so you can't expect to find this perfect guy because that's right the perfect guy is such a myth yeah that's a myth it's, it doesn't it's exist. not a, a Cinderella story okay? because you're not perfect yourself let's right. just lay that out there that'd be a double standard yes so finding the one is loving somebody unconditionally a, di- a different type of love that you have for that person that you never had before Well, at least it is for me. You know that person has faults, but you're able to deal with that fault. Not just Mm -hmm. deal with it, help them evolve from it. Love them to the point that you see their potential and and you you help them grow through their faults. When you say loving someone unconditionally, Mm -hmm. do you think love requires boundaries? Yes. All kinds of boundaries. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. love, all kinds of boundaries. Cheating, this, that, you know. Right. Definitely so. so. So just because you love somebody unconditionally doesn't mean you have to take their shit. Because then when you take your shit, you realize you're getting taken advantage of, and that's not love at all. Have you been taken advantage of in relationships, but you continue the cycle? Yes. And um, that's when it gets toxic. Yeah. Can Do you think it's possible to heal from a toxic relationship? Yes. I say that because I'll say, you know, before the relationship I was in now, I was really careless and didn't care. Mm-hmm. I didn't care if they found out things or if I did things behind their back or like, we argued. I, I really didn't care that much, like, you know, to keep it 100. So were they around kind of as a convenience or why did you have them in your life? No, I think it's just when you're younger, for me, it was like dating is fun. Mm. You know, oh, yeah. I like this person. He likes me. Oh, my God, we're dating. This is fun. Didn't really care about my future or who I'm with or if I seen them in my future. So I really didn't take it serious. I wasn't one of those romantic uh type of girls Mm -hmm. you know there's people who love romance and i was just like oh my god i like him okay bye no he's getting on my nerves he's annoying and i wasn't really a dating person i wasn't the girlfriend type you know i was more like the man just like "Uh, all right i'm over it like nobody really caught my attention so what made marquise catch your attention Mm, we're very similar and i feel like we understand each other without speaking Mm. like we just know each other yeah And it's a great thing and it's a super bad thing because... Because you know what pushes the other person. Yes, we know each other's buttons. Yes. So it can be a really, really great thing or it can be a really, really okay. bad thing. So like, the good is good, the bad is bad. Yes. Like, we're definitely the same in a Damn, lot of Damn, so how do you navigate ways. that? Like I said, it's trial and error. It sucks sometimes when we're not seeing eye to eye and we're not moving as one. You know, and we go into, or, you know, our battles. Every relationship has battles and arguments and everything. But the love that you have for each other should overcome that. And recognizing that love should make you want to change so the love reassures you 
in your darkest moments when you're questioning like damn should i still stick it through with him because this is this is a whole nother love this is a different type of love i've never experienced this love before this is only i would say the only person that i've ever actually loved i'm keeping it 100 with myself then you know like dang this is this is worth it it's not i don't want to give up this you know and in other relationship like well i don't care so you have relationships to compare it to yes and that's what also reassures you like okay well i've never felt like this in my past relationship so this one like that feeling that you've never felt before is what keeps you grounded in your relationship not just that that the person you mm-hmm. know not just the feeling of love of what that person does for you and brings out of you marquise has seen me in my lowest hitting rock bottom he has seen me in my highest he's seen me in my ugliest so somebody who's there and i think he's put me first in a lot of ways and i do the same for him have you ever put him before yourself yeah i think that naturally you don't you do that sometimes not even realizing like and that's when it's like okay you know that it could be taken advantage of like it can go good or it can go bad yeah people can realize like wow look at what she does for me or it could be like wow look before she does me how much more can i get so how do you stop that cycle when it starts to go bad Mm, it depends on what the situation is realizing your self-worth which we spoke about before once you realize your self-worth that's everything and if that person can handle you knowing that you have your self-worth then you'll know if they're here to stay or not but if they feel like they can't control you because you know your self-worth then they gotta go period have you ever lost sight of your self-worth in a relationship yeah and then losing sight of yourself and then realizing damn i'm kind of living just for you and not for Mm. myself trying to make you happy because all the down things that you're going through and I'm trying to uplift you and this Damn. and that and then life gets stressful and then you give them an excuse to argue with you because they're going through some shit but really you're going uh. through some shit too and it's just not right so yeah at that point you got to take a step back and hold up let me bring it back and let me realize who I am because now I'm just living life for you and I have mm. my own life to live it can't work like that yep yep it's yeah, easy yeah, to yeah. fall into that category yes I feel like that is my one of my flaws is I so easily give my entire self up to other people mm-hmm. before I give myself up to me. Like, I will, without thinking, oh, you need me to pour all of me into you? Sure, no problem. Mm-hmm. I have nothing left for myself, but I don't think twice about it. And then I end up in this hole, like, wait, why am I not happy? Why do I feel off? Why is everything bothering me? Why am I so irritable? I let my relationship, my romantic relationships consume me. I get lost in love very easily. With knowing all that, how do you know for you when you know you found the one? girl i don't know if i found the one that's my Mm -hmm. thing like i like to believe i found the one it's Mm -hmm. a nice fantasy it's a nice cushion to fall back on like oh i'm I'm chilling and i found the love of my life Mm -hmm. but i feel like that thought limits me in a lot of ways if i just cling on to like he's the one he's the one he's the one i feel Mm -hmm. like it prevents me from working on myself because i'm like just comfortable like oh well he's the one i'm good i could stay in my flaws i feel like the reality for me is i don't know if he's the one i still have a lot of life to live i think i have to accept the fact that he might be the one or he may not be the one and let them know your age too so they know oh yes i'm 21 yeah very young i became a mother at 20 and i'm with the person that i've been with since i was 15 my love life is very different from yours i yeah, haven't I, had so many romantic yeah partners. i feel like i had the time to like have other relationships like you know i didn't mm-hmm. start where you started so yeah. i had the time to mingle be single exactly run around oh i like him i don't like him and so that's how i feel like i know you know the person yeah. i like i've never had this before you know yeah um, sharing exactly. this person spiritually mentally like we share everything physically like it's just an all win you know see that's how i feel about josh is that we connect on all levels and mm-hmm. that's what i mean it's nice it's nice to feel like he might be the one 
but I do have to bring myself back to what if he's not and that's what makes it very freeing for me is like coming to terms with the reality that he might not be the one i think that's a natural thought in your head because um you're young yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, i'm sure he thinks the same like it's a I natural thought it's a natural thought like yeah. i would think the same too like there's a whole men, lot of men boys, in this world yeah. you know is this someone there's so many fish in this sea like you know it's natural yeah. you know it's natural and just knowing me i know i like to i get um attached very easily i get caught up in attachments i get like, somebody can easily become my whole world in a short time span. So, it's important that I pull myself out of it. You're I, a lover. Uh, in the worst ways. I'm a lover, and I love everybody be- before myself. And when it comes to romantic relationships, uh, without thinking, I will just love somebody so much that I forget to love myself. So, how do you think it is to, like, when do you know you're becoming one? I think to become one, you have to be two holes individually i think it's not like i'm half you're half we come together we make one i feel like it's more like i'm whole you're whole let's come together and just kind of like immerse in each other's presence i don't think it's right to let somebody else complete you or to have you complete somebody else i think it's important to recognize that i feel complete on my own and if you want to join in you can but if not i'm also good like that that feeling of just feeling whole with yourself is when you feel to me that's when i feel like you found the one i think yeah i I agree what you're saying at a certain point like yeah you definitely have to be whole of yourself like when i mean when i think about oh your two halves coming one is because you're both meeting each other at 50 50 you're both putting in that effort you know yeah. And then you become one, 100%. You know, like, I'm giving 50, you're giving 50. We're putting it all the energy into our relationship together. We're yeah. both giving each other what we need. We're both there because, you know, it's it's hard to say to become whole. It's hard to be whole as a one. People take years and, you know, as they yeah. get older. But knowing your self-worth and the value for yourself in a relationship, relationship and stuff, you know, I feel like it's becoming whole. But two halves becoming one is just... For me, it's like meeting each other 50-50, you know? I think there are certain points, though, when you have to pick up the slack or oh, your yeah. partner has to pick up the slack. I mm-hmm. think there's sometimes when it's 80-20. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's always 50-50. I think there's times where, okay, I'm low. I need you to work a little harder this week. Or, okay, you're going through it this week. Let me pick up the slack. That period gets a little scary. Yeah. Because if somebody never picks them up or just relies right. on you for their happiness, that can be a little scary. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because that's so. when you can get taken advantage of. Yes. You can't let that become the, the norm. Yeah, or then it becomes toxic and it gets tricky. Exactly. I feel like it's so easy to cross into the line of toxic. What would you say then is the fundamentals of a thriving relationship? Balance. I feel like balance, peace of mind. I feel like those two things fuel everything else in a relationship. When you feel like, okay, I have my relationship, but I also have this part of my life, this part of my life, my self-care, my work. Like everything that makes you complete is fundamental for a relationship because if you're putting too much into one area and neglecting another area you're going to feel off and that's you're going to translate balance. see this is something that i learned for myself about balance like balance is the key to any relationship and the key to your own life and i tell all my friends that okay so i'm a mom and i get you know sometimes i feel too overwhelmed with my life my job my, being in a relationship being in mom every day waking up doing this making sure I, I do this and oh i have to make breakfast or mm-hmm. so balances everything like keith and i 
We take one day out of the week. As much as we can, we try to do every Friday. That's date night. No baby, let's do date night. Let's focus on each other. And so that our love doesn't get lost. Right. And I'm telling you, every week when we do that Friday night, I feel so much happier going into the next week. And then not just that self-care. Like I like to get my nails done. I like to get my hair done weekly. And when I do those things weekly, oh, I feel so good. Yeah, I break away and taking care of myself. And I come out feeling great. And I like to do all those things before Sunday. So that Sunday and I'm starting that new week, I just feel so contempt about you're at a good place yeah i'm at a good place i'm happy going to the gym i just started going to the gym and get i have a trainer now that makes me feel great you know all those things having a balance for your life and then you won't be so angry in one area to where it, it exactly being passes on to another area you know yeah that makes you very irritable it makes you you could just sense when you're off balance because you're like why is everything pissing me yeah. off why don't i have patience like you just feel it your meter is off it's not mm-hmm. full you definitely have to pour into yourself. You can't forget to pour into yourself. I feel like that's the number one thing with a relationship is don't forget about yourself. Don't get caught up in the highs and forget to nurture yourself. Ourselves are so important. Like we, ourselves are always calling out for us. Like, okay, hey, care about me, nurture me, remember me. I'm here. I need love too. Yeah, because if you're not giving into yourself, best belief is going to show into your relationship. It always is. Because yeah. you're going to get mad at the closest person near you, and that's definitely going to be your significant other. Mm-hmm. That's the tricky part with relationships is because they're so close to us, they feel a lot of the weight that we carry ourselves. It kind of just, like, leaks onto them. Mm-hmm. Because and it's fucked up, but that's what happens. It is <laughs> fucked up because, you know, when it's vice versa and they're taking their battles out on, on us, it's like... Uh, it's a tough position. Mm-hmm. That's also what comes with relationships is understanding that these times are going to come mm-hmm. and knowing how to work through them and not letting that become the new normal. Like, okay, well, he's working on him, so I'm getting taken advantage of. But it's been going on for years. It's like you have to recognize. Yeah, because then it becomes a downfall. Yeah. The, yeah, downfall for sure. So what would you say that your past... Oh, well, I guess I can't really ask you that question. What's your past... Past relationships? They have yeah. taught you? I mean, I, I definitely have had two sides to my relationship. I had the high school part mm-hmm. and then the current part. Like, there was a break in between. Um, the high school relationship was completely different from where I am now. I think a lot of the downfalls of the high school relationship, basically, like, the immature sides of us, is we're just immature. We're naive. Like, we didn't know how relationships work. We don't know, like, oh, it requires communication it requires honesty it requires loyalty like and you guys got a family now like you know it's a whole man, different level it it forced us to grow up real quick having a family um because we didn't have any of the fundamentals before and then okay now we have a daughter it's like i, I don't want her to see what a relationship shouldn't be yeah because you're her example of love mm-hmm and that's yep. very important. And then, you know, that example of love could help her her. It could either really make her break her, or her break down. Her. Yeah. Because I know what I saw from my parents and I don't want or to Same. think, oh, this is how love should be. I don't want her to think love is all the toxic traits. Like I look at my parents and I don't see love between them anymore. I see my mom like, oh, God, I hope he doesn't see me. I hope he doesn't talk to me today. Or my dad coming in all mad. Where's your mom? And, like just to take his anger out on her. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want or to think that the flaws that josh and i have are what makes a relationship mm-hmm. i want her to see it as okay love is happy it's healthy it's nurturing it's balanced love stems from loving yourself so much that you pour into yourself and it flows onto the other person and it's just like a cycle of health that's what i want her to think of love 
I don't want her to see our struggles that we just refuse to work on 10 years down the road and say, oh, well, this is how my parents act, so this is what I'm going to look yeah, for. Yeah, because then it's a cycle. It's a and cycle. And a cycle for her, and then it, go, it may go on to her children. And any, that's why I always explain that, you know, at some point, if you know it's getting toxic, it may just not be the best, you know? Yeah. Just because, like, I, I tell many women this, having a child does not keep the man. Mm-mm. Those problems will still stay there, and they may get worse. I don't know. They could get better, you know, after, but don't expect that having someone's child is going to keep them there, you know? Yeah. I mean, I can admit that I, when I found out I was pregnant, I kind of thought maybe everything will magically come together. Maybe like, I think every woman thinks that, like, oh, yeah, it's going to get better after this. Exactly. Like, I thought, like, okay, our problems are going to disappear. We're going to be happy. We're going to no, be No, it's harder. It's harder. It's harder. It's harder because it's, it's not about harder. you two anymore. You guys had to think about each other. Now you no. got to put someone before your relationship. Yeah. And not yeah. only that, after you you have a baby, you don't have as much time to give into your relationship as normal. You can't have sex all the time. You can't go on dates all the time. So it's if you make it after having a child, that shows how strong you are. Yeah. Because... It will break you in a heartbeat. Yeah. If That's what I'm saying. It. Then you were never that strong to begin with, I feel yeah. like. If you just break like that right after having a baby, then you weren't that strong. Yeah, because you're both finding your your new selves. Okay, I'm a mother. Let me find myself as a mom. Mm-hmm. The Your partner, okay, let him find himself as a dad. Okay, on top of that, let us find ourselves as a couple. Okay, on top of that, let us learn how to parent. Yeah. It's like so much at once. It just re- requires a lot of discipline like learning how to function with each other with ourselves with our child becoming parents really tests your relationship in the best way because you either make it or you don't and if you Mm -hmm. don't it's probably for the best our public display of affection important to you for me i would say mm, before (laughs) no like i did not before what like before the relationship i was in i like i said i really was just not that I was like, you I don't really care. Like, <laughs> you didn't you know want to be touched or what? Yeah, I was just not the super de- lovey-dovey type. Mm-hmm. And so when I got into this relationship now, I was like, I think I kind of like scared myself. Like, oh my God, I really care. <laughs> like, you know, Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. I make things. I love to make things. I love to do romantic stuff. I love flowers and things like that I didn't care about before. Even though they were given to me, I didn't even care like to appreciate it then. Mm. Maybe because it was just like not the person. Not the person that... Which is pretty fucked up because you never know how I messed up their journey for themselves or how they treated women after me. Damn, that's true. Just being honest, you know. But yeah. now, I just love those things, you know. So, what what's your love language? I'm super affectionate. Damn. Not before, but like, I will say my love language now is super affectionate because this is like, this is who I am in love, you know. I can't talk about before because I wasn't in love. Mm. Now I'm in love, so I'm super perfect, uh, affectionate. Super affectionate. I love Valentine's Day. I love anniversaries. Wow. I just love love, you know? Wow. Yeah. I so like I definitely, yeah, like people bring those things, like he brings those things out yeah. of me. I feel like it depends on the person you're with. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, affection is probably last on my list for love language. I love quality time. I love like spontaneous things i kind of hate valentine not hate really strong word. i dislike valentine's day because i don't like being like the idea of okay today is the day that you love each other or not love each other but today's the day that you celebrate your love mm-hmm. I, f- I like it when it comes spontaneously I oh like it yeah when it comes, for like, sure that. organically genuinely like, okay yeah. today i feel like doing this let's do it mm-hmm. I-, I love that way more than 
like looking at a calendar and saying, oh, today, okay, we celebrate our love today. Mm-hmm. I like when it comes just those bursts of love, I like to soak in it. Because I don't know when it's going to come, but when it does come, I just love Yeah, because, it. like, I think when your man just comes home and shows you things, or, oh, I got this for you. Not, it doesn't, it's not about materialism. No, things. It's, it's about, about the thought that behind it. Appreciation. Yeah, you know? the like, appreciation. Oh, my God, wow, you thought of me. Yes, you know? I don't care if yeah. you wrote me a goddamn letter. No, I you saw thought of me all like, the time. The 24 hours out of the day, you thought of me. Yeah, like, you see that. something, and you're like, she would love this. Like, yeah, that thought is so like, special to me. You're just thinking, okay, someone thinking now, she come would on love this. Yes. Yeah, I so, love that. That definitely makes me feel special when somebody, when Josh thinks puts of me. Puts effort. Puts effort. More than just, like, I don't know, things that are kind of not thoughtful. There's a lot of things that's like, oh, this is expected, so I'm going to do it. But I prefer the things that are thoughtful. Like, okay, what does she like? Or seeing something like, she would love this. So, does marriage define um, a relationship for you? For me, not at all. For me, marriage, kind of, I don't know, Josh and I have talked about it, but then we're like, we have so many other priorities right now. Marriage is kind of last on our list because we know where we are. We know what we're, we're working towards and we're just trying to get stable. But at the same time, it doesn't take away from our relationship because we're not worried about getting married right now. We're not like, we don't value each other any less. We don't love each other any less. I we mean, but is it a goal? It's not a goal for you to get it's married? It's not even on my mind right now. But I, I know because, I mean, you're not there yet to get married. Yeah. That's fine. But is it a goal that you would like to marry long this person? Long term. Yeah. It's a long term So goal. you're saying you feel like you're far away from... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. You know, but I just wanted to know if it was a goal, like a goal, yeah. an ending goal, like to get yeah, married. Yeah, I would say it's a long term goal. I think marriage, it's a nice thought. It's nice to feel secure, like, okay, this is my husband. But I don't want to feel like marriage validates the relationship. I don't want to feel like we have to get married in this lifetime. I don't know. I I feel like me, myself, I'm just Mm -hmm. kind of content with just being so secure with the person that we don't even need to get married to feel secure with ourselves. Like, yes, okay, yes, I would like to get married. Okay, that's what I was waiting for. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I just don't feel... Like I don't think it defines the relationship yeah. either. I just want to know if you plan to get married, like, in the future. When you reach that point and where you understand each other, you feel like you don't yeah. have the issues you have now, would you want to get married? Because for me, I don't think it defines a relationship because I see so many failed marriages. Let's mm-hmm. start with that. Um, but the end goal for me is to get married. I'm pretty, I feel like I'm pretty traditional and old-fashioned when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's just showing the worth of your relationship. It doesn't define the worth. But it's showing that, you know, like, to me, it shows me, like, okay, we're ready for that next step. And it has to be not just because, oh, he's ready, he has a ring, but for me, too. Mm. Because I would never, ever want to get married with the problems. If I have problems now, I don't want to get married with those same problems, you know? Well, do you think they go away? Do you think your problems <laughs> ever go away? Um, I mean, petty arguments here and there, but I'm saying if I have issues or things that we oh, like I feel like we need to fix. Yeah, we need to fix. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get married with those same issues. Mm-hmm. Because marriage is a whole nother chapter. It's a whole different So you minute. have to heal from those, fix those, whatever it is, and then go into your next chapter, you know? Yeah. Because it's like, oh, we're on a new level now, you know? I'm not yeah. going to be like, oh, we're on a new level, and then I still have this whole weight down here. Right. That's not what I want. Because then it's kind of like a false happiness. It's like, yeah, oh, and we're that's married, so many oh, but there's marriages. so many things yeah. you have to work on. Yeah, that is why there's a lot of failed marriages. I think marriage is very intimidating. I feel like it kind of 
forces you to either approach your problems or completely ignore them. And then if you completely ignore them, they come up eventually. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. that's messy. But I think it is beautiful when it forces you to approach your problems and you work through them to the yes. point that you feel so uplifted and secure. And, and then you look back like, wow, babe, look how far we've come. Right. You know? Right. Because when marriage is a celebration of your relationship, that's when it's really like something sacred. When yeah. it's just something that, a title that you kind of force on yourself, that's when it's superficial. So there's two sides to marriage. Like there's, it depends on how you take it. It depends on how you view marriage. I know people use it as a crutch to just make their relationship last a little yeah, longer. Yeah, or make them feel like, oh my God, no, we're really serious now. Yeah. And you can be even more serious before the title. Like, you know, so. Exactly. Let, let's please, like, yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people want marriages for the wrong thing or they don't really understand the value of marriage. Or sometimes they just want marriage to just keep that person and have a hold exactly. of that person. It's so many. It gets sticky. Using marriage just as kind of as a way to put another, like, label on a person. It's kind of like, the same trap as, a person. It's the same thing as having a baby to just keep them a little longer. Or don't think, like, like when people have a baby and think it's going to work out, don't get married thinking that it's going to work out and all your troubles are going to go. You're still going to have those same troubles. Don't use marriage as a band-aid for your relationship. Mm. Don't have a baby as a band-aid for your relationship. Yes. It either works or it doesn't. Except yeah. the reality that it might not work. And there's so much freedom in that. I feel like there's freedom in releasing the control that certain people feel like they have to have over their relationships. Like, mm-hmm. it has to work. It might not, but that's okay. And it's crazy because before... Like, I, I was like, oh, yeah, I want to get married. But, like, before this... I keep saying before because I just have such a different aspect on love now mm-hmm. you know before i was like mm, marriage is here or there like if it happens it happens you know my parents were married and they got a divorce so i was like always scared of it always but now i feel so much more like like i believe it's so much more like marriage is real like you know you, you look I, forward to it yeah i look forward to it mm-hmm. that's definitely how do you want a big wedding um do you want the traditional want, like wedding i want a dress. beautiful wedding <laughs> if you know a- me you know exquisite. I want some, yeah exquisite. extravagant but i don't want a big wedding small and intimate small but and still intimate. exquisite yeah all of I, and i say small and intimate because i only want people there that actually supports my that actually support you yes yeah. um i don't want people there and don't even know my man just because they're family or this or i'm not doing none of that people who actually support my relationship love us believe in us you know and things like that i want them to be there because yeah. it's about celebrating our love. It's not yeah. a goddamn uh, barbecue party. It's not another you can meet people party. There, yeah. You know? yeah, don't come so. to my wedding thinking it's just another excuse to get drunk. Inviting people. And, oh, come no. to... No, yeah, it's not it's that not type a function. of thing. Invitation only. And yeah, <laughs> it'll be a good handful and that's that. I don't want a traditional marriage. I, I definitely want a small. Mm-hmm. Like, as in like... 10 people <laughs> you just no, want honestly, the bridesmaids in the- <laughs> girl i don't even you're my only bridesmaid <laughs> <laughs> damn i haven't even thought about that whoa I, I used to think about that all the time which is the crazy part mm-hmm. like that's how i would um kind of judge my friends like okay how many bridesmaids do i have oh no i need more friends because i need two more bridesmaids <laughs> <laughs> now i'm like okay no, i don't need same for me wow okay and i would definitely have mine by the water because the water soothes me like yeah. i need like on a cliff like, I want mine in nature somewhere. Yeah, above the ocean. And then, like, so. honestly, I'm good with it being 10 people. Like, I don't even want my... No, yeah. No, I guess my parents have to be there. I don't know. I haven't thought yeah, about the guest parents. list. But, like, I don't know. I've thought about getting, like, eloping in Vegas sometimes. Uh-huh. That appeals to me. Oh, my parents did that. And I don't, it makes me not ever want to do that. Because Why? I'm like... Because they got a divorce. So oh. <laughs> bad luck, bad luck, bad luck. But until then, we're working on our shit. Yeah. <laughs>
we're we are both works in progress we're healing we're growing you know all that fun stuff and that's the wrap to another yeah, episode wrap it up. until next Adios. time thank you for tuning into soul spills follow us on instagram at soul.spills to see our visuals and learn more about us and follow us on twitter at soul spills for daily soulful tweets we'll tap in with you guys next week for another soul spills sunday Please.